0: Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. How's it going? Uh, Hopefully you're having a beautiful, wonderful day wherever, whenever you are. Um, For me, you know, it's Sunday. I'm chilling. No food, really, to report. Uh, No, I mean, no, actually, wait. I went to Jupiter Donuts and I got... um, some kinda of like Danishy thing. I don't know. I'm gonna describe it to you and you can maybe just tell me what it is. Um but it was like a filled, um, fried almost like a Danish. Maybe it was a Danish, but it was like filled with like blueberry and cream. Um and that was good. Um I also got a sprinkled chocolate donut or no, a donut with chocolate frosting. My bad. And then I got a glazed bow tie and coffee um so yeah you go i made a food corner there for you um other than that i'm wine casting right now which i always love to mention um so you know if this isn't the most perfect episode of news you already know what's up don't blame me don't come for me um but um let's see let's get into it though um i wanted to start off with an article i got from the telegraph um Talking about kind of how bad the situation is getting in um, Afghanistan. Um, But the title is, uh, Afghans forced to sell their kidneys as extreme hunger tightens its grip. Um, So the situation is, you know, getting really bad. Um, I kind of reported earlier in previous episode um, that more or less we weren't going to give them their money um it's kind of part of sanctions that we were doing against the taliban that are in that area that took over um more or less we had their money on ice we still do uh we divvied up some of it but it was um to quote unquote humanitarian aid um which you know is on its face humanitarian aid but you could have just given them the money straight up and it would have helped the economy a lot more in afghanistan as opposed to just doling this out so that the taliban couldn't get their hands on it um But essentially, um, it's made things really dire for the people. You know, people are in a situation where they are roaming the streets with wheelbarrows looking for work on the spot, more or less, to, you know, get some money for food for their families. Um, Kids are out begging on the streets. Um, For some families, it's gotten down to the point where it is, do I sell my kidney or do I... um, like give up my child because I can't feed them, and you know what? What, what can I do? Um, so they're in really dire straits, um, and also too another sad part about it. Um, before uh, I believe the Taliban had came through and occupied the area, um, like the like a kidney cell would be, even though it's on the black market, I believe um, it would still be about three thousand five hundred dollars to four thousand um that's US dollars um but now it's gone down to 1500 so essentially situation is more dire where you need more money but you're getting less for something so desperate and then not to mention it, they were they were talking to a person who had given a kidney and you know he said I can't work I'm in pain I really regret it you know I just kind of did what I could in the moment so I could make sure my son could eat like I mean, it's just really desperate, really sad situation. Um, But uh, it's definitely something I I do think that we should talk about. Um, So, you know, I wanted to give it some coverage and give people, you know, some information on that. Um, Oh, yeah. Also, too, the article kind of adds on to it, kind of just some more stuff that's going on in Afghanistan. um, That the Taliban were doing raids, uh, I believe, throughout this week um essentially looking for like criminals and um you know things of that nature pretty much 'er ne'er-do-wells to them and they were saying these things were on the level but essentially the people are like they're just coming through here and doing like really aggressive searches on our family our house they're going through our cabinets doing everything looking for illegal documents whatever and like the government or the, the taliban was saying like hey these are on the level like we we're not targeting anyone on top of it like we're just doing searches and they're like no these are definitely targeted they're definitely looking for people even down to people who are still like who were working with the west or whatever and you know they're they're just beating people up they're doing like hardcore interrogations and stuff so i mean really sad to hear that um and i mean like i said hopefully things definitely get better there um but you know if anything pops up you know i'll probably be there to cover it so um some other news um let's see got this from the ap um the is claims pakistan bombing that kills 56 at shiite, uh, shiite mosque um so essentially you know the IS, uh, the islamic state um says that a lone afghan bomber struck inside a shiite muslim mosque in pakistan's uh, northwestern city of peshwar uh, this is during friday uh 56 people uh who were worshiping were um i believe yeah were killed and then 194 were wounded um he said he had kind of ran in rushed and like shot at the police got into the mosque and then detonated the bomb uh the explosion was you know obviously very devastating uh lots of lots of loss of life um And I mean, this has just kind of been an ongoing thing. Um, It has gotten worse in terms of the level of like attacks and and frequency uh, since the situation in Afghanistan, because I believe a lot of people are, are training over in that area and then doing acts in Pakistan. So it's kind of like this is an easier area for us to operate and kind of headquarter, which was a fear, which was a big concern um and then people are kind of going out and you know using it as a jumping point to do things in pakistan and other areas potentially so um you know this is one of those big things sadly um and you know the ap definitely has a pretty good comprehensive article on it if you didn't want to read it and look at it um but i definitely wanted to put that out on the airwaves um Getting back to some local stuff, well not so much local Ohio, but local US, so state news. Um, got this coming out of Texas. Um Texas Department of Family uh, of the <laughs> Texas Department of Family Services is investigating Texas transgender teen claims of abuse. Uh got this from CBSI or CBS nineteen. Um This is something that kind of caught my attention, you know, throughout the airwaves and stuff um, in this article. Uh, But essentially, essentially Greg Abbott, um, I believe they did their primaries this week and it kind of came to light that um, they were going through an investigation. They were going through with an investigation probe that was going to look into um, gender affirming care for a 16 year old transgender daughter. Uh, essentially going after the parents for child abuse Um, me personally I think this is really fucked up I think also it's one of those like show off things that like places like Florida like Texas um, at least in the right wing sense, they they like to pop off they like to make a big show saying hey I'm doing the most conservative thing I can do today and um you know their constituents eat it up but I do feel like it's something that the majority suffers for Um, and in this situation too, it's a, it's, it really does feel like a witch hunt. You know, you're going after this person. I believe there's a case for, I think like maybe three other people or three other kids or something like that. Um, and essentially too, the child's mom is an employee of DFPS and, um, you know, she's potentially facing losing her job, you know, for this. Um, so I believe the family is suing to block um, the investigation, you know, I hope that that goes through positively because I, I don't I would hate to see the shit go further and get further affirmation. Um, but um, you know, I mean, this is the kind of shit that Texas does. I believe too. This is kind of unrelated, but I believe in Florida. I think Ron DeSantis is trying to like pass like a similar abortion bill that they were doing in in Texas. I mean, this is just a kind of kind of thing that these guys do, and they don't really I feel like care about. I definitely don't feel like they care about the child um, because this is just a lot of trauma for that, that, that person. Um, they're They're young. They're trying to figure themselves out. It's hard enough to come out to your parents and tell them that you're in this situation and you would like to transition. The parents, in my opinion, are doing the right thing, supporting it and the government wants to get involved and that and that to me is so weird because for conservatives isn't the whole thing like hey stay off me let me you know my body my choice like my anatomy like all this and like you want to come in though and tell this family how to live um because it's just not what christian enough for you or i don't know um but yeah uh obviously you know with everything going on you know internationally and stuff like this i feel like stories like this can kind of get swept under the rug or or forgotten about but um you know goddamn goddamn greg (laughs) work on that um and some other news from the ap uh purdue pharma uh u.s states agree to new (laughs) opioid i am slurring it out today agree to new opioid settlement um, so this is an update on the whole Sackler family situation. Uh, essentially they have finally agreed to a number and a, and it's just a whole on settlement that works for them, uh, worth more than 10 billion. Um, and they are also going to be giving up, uh, control of Stam, yeah, Stamford, Connecticut based company. Um, and it's going to get turned into a new entity that the profits will go to help uh, the opioid crisis. Um, like I said, there's definitely some other stipulations here that I'm going to try to hit. I'll probably miss some. But um, they did issue a statement, uh, like the Sackler family, even though like it wasn't an individual saying everything, but like kind of like a, a blanket statement. Um, let's see. More or less saying like, you know, they regret about the toll of Oxycontin, um, which was the signature painkiller that kind of really spearheaded the whole crisis. You know, uh, if you're not familiar, essentially a situation, I want to, I want to say it started off kind of in the the 90s and then went through the early aughts of just, you know, hey, you got into an accident, Um, you know, you have a pain issue. Well, um, we can give you Oxycontin and they would just give you a ton of it. And um, you know, that went on for a really long time, but then next thing you know, people were having, you know, too much of a prescription and they were selling it. Um, bunch of ripple effects that kinda led to more or less this becoming a street level issue that floats all the way from urban to suburban areas. And obviously when it's a suburban issue, it's a world issue all of a sudden. And you know, we wind up talking about it. We wind up dealing with it. Um and, I mean, there's just a lot, of, uh, a lot of death, a lot of, you know, drug addiction. Um, and, I mean, more or less, the Sacklers are paying up. But, I mean, this money that they're giving is is a drop in the bucket for them. They're still going to generate money in spite of this. Um, and they're going to come out ahead. Um, also, there's no jail time for this. Um... So it's definitely an is-what-it-is thing. I do like this article because it does show a lot of families and, um, you know, just their reactions to it. Um, hopefully the money—I imp- they. I think the individuals um, are slated to get like 750000 to be split up amongst themselves, um, and then there's other money that's going to go to— like hopefully helping and doing more rehabilitation recovery stuff so bittersweet in my opinion but cool to kind of see more of an end I also I believe that they can't be charged for any further um opioid related stuff um so yeah like I said there's a lot of ins and outs but um more or less you know just want to cover that highlight some of that stuff um let's see Got one more thing here before you know I let you guys go on your merry way. Um, who? I got this from the athlete, um, and it's more or less just an M- uh, MLB update. Um, MLB lockout news, MLB, MLB, uh, PA meet informally to discuss where negotiations go after Rodman, Manfred canceled games. Um, essentially, uh, I'll just give you a little bit of a summary. Um, and the athlete itself has like a whole compendium to kind of catch you up on all the guts of it. Cause you know, I'm not much of a, a sports news guy. Um, but essentially they were getting in talks they did like nine straight days i believe of like hard negotiation like really getting out of it trying to like hammer something out um which is kind of a little bit funky because I, I did a little bit of coverage on this where they they said hey we have a problem we're going to get into talking about it but they did uh they did finally get into it uh, about i guess like a week and a half ago and really couldn't come up with anything in those nine days So there's like a self-imposed deadline that they went past. So now opening day has been pushed back and there's definitely going to be game cancellations, which is obviously the last thing uh, baseball really needs right now. But uh, hopefully they can get into something that works. Um, I'm sure boomers are kind of mad. But at the same time, I'm glad to see that they're really vying for something that's going to help young rookie players get the money that they're deserved. I know it can kind of seem like these guys are making tons and tons of money, but definitely at the bottom floor, you're not. And, um, it's definitely something that, like, right now, it's really slated that if you're, like, an all-star player who's been in the game, you're getting a lot of money and, like, probably not carrying the team, but, like, you're putting, quote-unquote, meat in the seats, and that's about it. But the rest of the team of younger players are kind of getting cock-squat. Uh, excuse my French. we oui, wee. Oui. But, um... Like I said, the athlete kind of has more of the blow by blow, all the details. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely keep you covered. Uh, you know, hopefully they come up with something sooner than later, right? I mean, I'm not a big baseball guy, but it'd be a shame for America's pastime to like literally fade out like that, you know? Um, but other than that, that's that's all the news I got. Um, you know, it's chill mode time uh isaiah news uh so patreon.com slash isaiah news that is uh the way if you want to give uh five bucks you get discord access so that's like easy communication with yours truly and potentially the community um also i'll give you a shout out um that's always pretty rad right 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 um you know we can talk about whatever news you might want to cover um so that's in play um other, the other places you can reach me, um, isaihanews1 at gmail.com. Um, also, I got a Twitter. That's Isaiah underscore news. Um, Isaiah1 for the Facebook and Isaiah news for the Instagram. I nailed it. Hell yeah. Um, other than that, guys, I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you have an amazing time. And um, you stay safe. You stay healthy. And um, hopefully, I see you soon for some more good news. Love ya. Bye bye.